Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever I find you. This is Barry Miracle coming to you again. Welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. And I hope you really enjoyed the last series that we had on being a storm walker. And I decree and declare over you today that you can walk in the storms, you can walk on the storms, you can stand in the midst of any storm, and you are becoming the storm of the Lord as the spirit of life in Christ Jesus flows out of your belly like a river of living water. And you are going to about to strike vengeance in the camp of the enemy because you are a storm walker. And I want to tell you, storm walkers, today I have a special guest that I'm about to interview and introduce you to. He's a spiritual grandpa because he's a spiritual father to uh, one of my spiritual fathers, Kevin Dowling. And he's walked with our house. And I've known this uh, gentleman, this apostle, this pastor, this teacher, this prayer warrior, intercessor for about 30 years. And uh, before I even introduce you to, I want to tell you one of the greatest moments of my life is when we were traveling together for a four-hour drive, going to another place to minister together. And he began to tell me his journey of prayer. And I don't know if my special guest remembers that time or not. We were heading up to West Westlock. But without further ado, I want to introduce you to Ken Gill. And Ken, double N. Exactly. Gill, double L. <laughs> Giller.com. That's exactly, you got it. And been a minister, you've been a minister for what? How many years now? This is uh, 50 years this year. 19, 50 years. 1973. I'm 56. There you go. Good Lord. That's amazing. And you are married to Cheryl. Yes, 49 years. 49 years. Mm-hmm. And how many kids? We have uh, four children, seven yes. grandchildren. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so you, far, and you got a, a beautiful grandson that I held him in my arms one day for forty-five minutes and preached the exactly. gospel. He's our special boy, uh, Jacob. He's a he's Jacob a Downs boy. Yeah, but he loves the spirit. He does. Something wakes up in him when you're around him. Yeah, that effervescent joy, that life in the spirit. It Amen. just like it triggers Jacob. <laughs> and, and I remember he, he, he crawled over up. to me. Yeah. I picked him up. And I held him in my arms. Good thing he was light then. Oh, my word. Yeah. Uh, but, and I preached for 45 minutes. And, and, and you guys know I'm not a gospel light preacher. <laughs> <laughs> but the neat thing about that is yeah. he was watching you walking and praying and carrying yeah. the Bible. Yeah. So he came up to you walking with the Bible yeah. and started walking just like you, pacing with you. Yeah. Across. Yeah, that was a beautiful That's a thing. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So I, I honor you. Uh, Ken Gill, I've often said to you and introduced you at different places as a father in our nation of Canada, and I want to take a moment and just say thank you. Thank you for the sacrifice of plowing for, for fathers and sons and sons and fathers. Thank you for plowing away for Kevin Dowling. Thank you for covering Desert Stream Christian Fellowship. Thank you for making a way for us as ministers that we don't have to do 
which you've already done. We are standing on your shoulders today and we honor you and we thank you for your servant style leadership. And we know that you are for the, the kingdom, you're a preacher, but I know you as an intercessor. Yeah. That's what I learned from you that day when I said, I just, could you just share your journey? And you begin to tell me about your journey of prayer. And, and do you remember when Cheryl had to dress you for all those yes. years because you couldn't move hardly? Yeah. And then God miraculously healed you. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's, yeah. Life is a process. It is, isn't it? I was uh, but, injured, injured playing football. And yeah. for the first eight years of a marriage, it was very First difficult. eight years? Yeah, the, very difficult for me to straighten out till about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And so she would end up <clears throat> looking after me. And then yeah. one night in worship, listen in worship. to this, in worship. in worship, I'm leading worship. And I said to the Lord this, God, whatever you want me to do for the rest of my life, I can't do in this state. Would you please heal me? Wow. Just like that. While I was leading. While, while you were leading. leading. Hundreds of people in worship and praise. My spirit's praying and saying, God, would you please heal me? Was this in, in Queensway? No, because this is right here in Belleville, Calvary Temple. <gasps> What's Belleville? And yeah. Did and you so, go from Belleville to Queensway? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So anyways, I, I'm right there. And two days later, I said to my wife, do you notice anything different? She says, what's that? I said, you haven't dressed me for two days. And I said, I think Jesus healed me Sunday night. Since, listen to this now. I have carried that healing for 41 years. 41 years to fulfill kingdom purpose for him. So what you're saying, there's power in the midst of somebody fulfilling their purpose. Absolutely. It, it, so you would say that there is power in the midst of the proximity to the throne room when you're worshiping. I would say so. <laughs> Any, anything is available under an open heaven. Yes. Anything's available. You know, Your I, healing, your miracle. Yeah. How about your deliverance today? How about... Wow. Release from fear Ooh. and anxiety and depression. It's there. Come on. Just lift your spirit to the throne. Yeah. Throw your arms up like aerials in the presence of God. You know what? Right now, just I, I think you're going there right now, but I just want to agree with you. Yeah. Just get, get your heart, ladies and gentlemen, get your heart available and open right now. Ken, will you just lead us in a prayer of deliverance or whatever is on your heart right now? Jesus, you've come to set the captive hey, free. Chaka. You've come to set the captive free. The same anointing that was on you, the Christ, <laughs> abides within us. So we release that today to liberate all bruised people that are listening. That can't wake up into their dream because the bruises are so deep. Father, in the name of Jesus, liberate the bruise today as we speak. And I say thank you for healing, the working of miracles in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Yeah. We give you praise, yes. Father. We give you praise. So there's somebody listening right now, and your name is Candice or Candy. You go by Candy, I believe. And God is breathing fresh hope into your life. God is breathing, and you're just un you're unveiling even like a butterfly that was trapped in the cocoon. The anointing is coming upon you, Candy, right now. It's time for Candy to taste and see that the Lord is good. You're coming out of that trauma. I break off the spirit of trauma off your life right now, Candy, and I call you forth into the newness and the metamorphosis of your life unfurl your wings because you're about to fly and, and soar and i hear the lord saying to you candace come up here yeah 
I'm going to show you something and I'm going to unveil to you what I'm going to do through you over the next three years of your life. Yes. Get ready, Candace, you're coming. I, I, somebody by the name of Kirk. Kirk, you're, you're, I call you out of darkness today. I call you out of darkness today. Kirk, you've been in a dark place. You don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how, and, but they're, they're, you're, you're receiving the anointing. And I say, come towards the light. Come towards the light. It's okay to come out of the darkness. It's okay to come. You are welcome in the beloved. You are, you are accepted in the beloved. I, I break off the condemnation that has trapped you yes, in the dark place of the soul. It's time to come forth, Kirk, now in Jesus' mighty name. There's so many people right now. We, when, you, when the word of knowledge comes, ladies and gentlemen, reach out and grab it because he is present to heal. And there's an anointing right now to come into your deliverance right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Jesus wants to break off the spirit of fear. He has not given to anyone that is listening the spirit of fear. And right now, on the authority of God's word, listen to Psalm 34, verse number one. I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I sought the Lord. That's proximity. I sought the yeah. Lord. The yeah. Lord heard me. Right. The Lord hears you today. And he delivered me from all of my fear. So I speak a word of deliverance from the spirit of fear that has its tentacles into you in the name of Jesus on the authority of his word be released right now Woo! be released and now father now. would you saturate them yeah. in a baptism uh, uh, uh. of love for when you loosen us from things you fill those empty places now, with God. your presence now in Jesus name wow well, yes father, father God, God we just welcome we welcome you holy spirit romans 5 5 ladies and gentlemen says hope no longer disappoints us because god has poured out his love into our hearts by the holy spirit who is given to us i want to tell you he put eternity on on the inside of you all you have to do is call on the blood of jesus christ and the name of the lord jesus christ and you can have accessibility to that eternity that he placed in you well that anointing is even rising up in the midst of you right now and overwhelming you the love of god is on the inside of you perfect love casts out all, all fear. fear and what ken was just saying ken was just decreeing and declaring that you'll be liberated from fear and that love is going to fill in all the nooks and the crannies of your life and you are going to walk in liberty greater than any other moment of your life in jesus mighty name well we're 10 minutes in and we we just did a, a, a probably about 10 or 12 years of work in people's lives it's been very good it's so good to have you ken and i i just i just so appreciate uh your love for the kingdom i appreciate your love for the presence the presence of there's it's is there anything more than important to you than the holy spirit in your no. life you know kevin said uh said to me we, we were here this weekend he said you know what role does the holy spirit play in the 21st century church and i said to him everything yes everything, everything. like i i willfully confess yeah that i trust holy spirit as god yes Amen. Me too. As God. Yeah. Oh, I just tell him, Holy Spirit, I just so love you. I love, I love working with you. Yeah. And I love that you want to work with me. And he wants to work with anybody that's listening. Yeah. He is, you know, he is a, a strategical field commander yeah. that leads his people. Yeah. 
And you know what? He he has all the strategies mm. of the Godhead to release yeah. for territories, for families, for ministries. I don't know about you, but I'm fully dependent. Yeah. If he doesn't show up, oh, yeah, I don't do a very good I, job. I, no, I don't want I, How about I don't, you? Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> the Bible says that only the Spirit knows the deep things of God. That's right. But guess what? We have... Like 1 John 2.20 says, we have an anointing from the Holy One, and we know all things. Well, how is that possible? Only because the Alpha and the Omega and the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. Hello. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, if I've joined myself to the Lord, I've become one with that same Spirit. I've become one with the Spirit, His Spirit. So we have to, in this season, what role does He have to play? I, I just say this. Yeah, uh, like you said, everything. But he—he's—he's he's the leader. He's yeah. the guider. He's the Paracletos. He's yeah. the one that comes alongside you. And I—and I don't see him as just coming alongside me on my right side, or on my left side, or on my front side, or on my back side, or on my top side, or on beneath beneath my my feet. I—I I think he comes out like a river of living water. Absolutely. And he be, and he begins to shoot out of my life as I praise the Lord Jesus and Father, and he begins to rain down back down upon me. And, and Galatians 5.25 says, if I live in the Spirit, means I'm oh, born again, keeps keeps I can up. also walk in the Spirit. There's a potential yeah. of living in heaven on earth. Yeah. There's a potential of not only living in heaven on earth, but also walking in this bubble of heaven you know, here. That, that Galatians 5.25, Love another it. translation, it says in the latter part, it says, okay. Keep in step with the spirit. Mm -hmm. The thing of it is, is that's cadence. Cadence. That's pace. Yeah. So what we, I believe, we need to do is get into find the cadence, the cadence the of cadence. the spirit. You know. Yeah. Can you left, explain cadence? Right, left, right, yeah. left. That's the way you golf, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> that's shots they, fired, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Shots fired. <laughs> that's why they call them the woods in our golf bag, right? <laughs> we go from woods to woods, right? But the thing of it is, when he said to me, to me. That is one of my major objectives, mm. is to find the cadence or the rhythm, rhythm. of the Spirit. Yeah. And we find that, and we're, we're, not, we're not trying to tell him what to do. We're trying to find where he's going, what he's saying, yeah. where he's going. Yeah. And when he steps, we step. Yeah. We step with him. Yeah. And that scripture, somehow, I pray that so often. Oh God, let me keep in step with your spirit. Yeah. May I know the rhythm, the cadence. Yeah. I believe Holy Spirit is the pace setter. Yeah. So if he'll set the pace, yeah. I'll walk with him and keep the pace with him. Yeah. So I'll not run ahead of him, not lay behind mm. him, but I say, oh, Holy Spirit, I trust you. I love you. You know, one of the greatest things yeah. that God ever did was sent the Holy Spirit into the world. Oh my word, yeah. Into the, can you yeah. imagine what it'd be like? No. Nope. In, in Canada right now without the presence of the Holy Spirit in our nation. Yeah. I, the, the, the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, the greatest gift, Ken, and listeners that I have received from God is the peace that passes all understanding. You're going through, I'm going through, we're all going through this transition in this new way of life. There, uh, we're walking underneath a new norm in the place called unknown. We've never been here before in society worldwide. This, this virus, uh, this COVID-19 has caused a worldwide commonality. And there's, there's this, that we're in this place called unknown. 
But I got good news for you today, ladies and gentlemen. The place of the unknown is not to be feared. It's the only place that you can create something with God that has never been before. This is a time to metamorphose. This is a time to bring forth and allow the Holy Spirit. It's time for you to co-create with God today and in this life and going forward. And I'm going to say that again. The place of the unknown is an amoral place. It's neither moral or immoral. It's just unknown. You get, get to decide, but it is the only place that you can create something that has never been before. And it's time for you to be the answer and the solution. Once again, you're not the problem to be solved. You're the answer and the solution being delivered in the midst of darkness. You were sent into darkness to bring forth order and you're about to metaphor, metamorphose and come into your own and bring forth and be everything God called you to be. You know, uh, one of the things that's happening in this season, Moses and Joshua, they went right. through a time of transition, you know. Right. So Moses, uh, Joshua is now the leader. He right. doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. Because he only went halfway up the mountain, right? Right, right, right. So he a never Sinai, got, right? yeah, he never yeah. got it to experience what Moses did. The right? glory. The glory. The goodness yeah, of the Lord, the yeah. Writing of the commandments and all that. Yeah. He was that good associate yeah. that went halfway up. But now Moses said, hey, now it's going to be you you're going yeah. to lead. And he says some of these things in early parts of Joshua. He said, we've not been this way before. Right. And so I say to everyone that's Joshua listening. Yeah. We've not been this way before. But guess what? The Holy Spirit's not going to leave us there. He's on ahead of us. Mm. And this did not happen without him knowing. He mm. was fully aware of every pestilence, every plague that came in Exodus time, and he delivered his people from them. So deliverance is our commodity right there. He's going to deliver us. But to be encouraged, you say, well, everything's new. I don't know what to do. Well, join the rest of us. <laughs> and what we do is we get closer, closer. Barry's word, uh, proximity, proximity to the power. Let's get closer to the throne. He said this, that if we will get close to that throne, that we can obtain grace and mercy to find in the help in the time of need. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody needy out there. That's my secret weapon. Anybody needy out there? Uh, we can't do it for you, but we can lead you to the place, to the throne, right yeah. now in the name of Jesus. Yes, we, can. we are throne people. We are. We come boldly yeah. before your throne. <laughs> Father, today we obtain mercy and yeah. find grace yes. to help those that are listening in their place of need. Yeah. And we say thank you for answered prayer. Mm. Thank you for need supplied in Jesus' name. Wow. And we today, we just open our hearts, lift our hands right here yeah. in Barry's home, and we worship you yeah. for supplying every need. Yeah. And we honor you today in the name of Jesus. We've not been this way before. Oh, I love that, Barry, because we get to lay aside the roadmap, because we're already off the roadmap, we get to take up the compass the of the Spirit and the Word of God. Yeah, GPS, yeah. Gill Positioning Satellite. Okay. Anyways, we get to take up the Spirit and the Word, and He's going to lead us and guide us. Yeah. I trust Him. You trust Him? I have learned to trust Him. Okay, I, I the greatest thing I received in salvation is the peace. But how I know God... And I want you guys to ask yourself this question. I'm going to ask you this question. Sure. For me, one word, I, God asked me this, how do I describe, how do you describe me in one word? And I said, faithful. Yeah. 
I said, Ken Gill, and, and people listening, as I'm asking Ken this, I want you guys to ask yourself this, and, they'll, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. But what is your one word to describe God? Merciful. Merciful. So this, so for me, every, like mo- a lot of mornings when Tammy and I are praying, we pray for about 45 minutes to an hour every morning together every day of our lives. Uh, every day that we're together. Right? Very seldom have we ever missed in, in I don't know, long, long time. You've been married almost 100 years now. 100 years. 31, believe 31. it or not. 31, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, Bless my word. You, man. Well, it's, Tammy's so great. Yeah. But um, so the, the reason why I asked that is because the Lord revealed that to me. He says, how you see me is how you reveal me. Yeah. So if you're asking for direction this year, I just gave you wonderful direction. I reveal him. So I asked the Lord this when we're praying. I said, how can I show forth your faithfulness today? And Ken Gill can ask the same question. How can I show forth? Because I see you as merciful. And if I can see it, I can have it. So that's that's it. Another one out of his mercy for me, the role of the Holy Spirit in encouragement Yes, you are. Like every time I'm with you mm-hmm. and every time I listen to you minister, mm-hmm. I think the serendipitous overflow of everything you do is a spirit of encouragement. I'm a hope dealer. Exactly. Yeah. And and as as you encourage, you, you, you're not even maybe aware of the yeah. plethora of yeah. scriptures that come out and all the doings, building, building, yeah. building, yeah. encouraging, building, yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And the thing what is, Barry, I picked up on that from God's nature. Mm. And I read the book of Hebrews, wow. chapter four, and it wow. says, encourage one another daily. Yes. Didn't say weekly. No. Didn't daily. say monthly. It's a daily thing. Didn't say bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. Didn't say bi-yearly. Yeah. So back in the 80s, I developed this thing called the encouragement card. Oh, okay. We've probably given out a couple hundred, well, more than that. A million, at least, encouragement cards, or more. In 40 years of giving them out, right? And oh, do you have, like, Oh, yeah, just a three-by-five card. We yeah. just... They encourage one another daily and you got a place for a stamp and you got a place for a message and you post it, you pray over it. Wow. We break into our worship service. It's now seven minutes of worship through encouragement and everybody sits down, fills out the encouragement card, prays over who they give that encouragement oh card word. to because I believe that we generate the spirit of courage that is necessary for 2021. So what you're saying is right now. If, if we encourage people, yep. they'll receive courage? Absolutely. Encourage? Yep. Did Encourage. you hear that? Yeah. It's just not a, an, another word. It's yeah. part of a number one where he says, you, you, in this season, people have to be courageous. Absolutely. And so for them to be courageous, yeah. I got to lead them to the mound of hopium. Exactly. But they got to smell it. They got to smell it. Yeah. They and taste it. Uh, yeah. Taste it and see that the Lord is good. And so, maybe even smoke it. Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> no, if you go there. No, no, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but the spirit of courage. I mean, when, when yeah. uh, God said to... I love this when he's when God says to Joshua, as I was with Moses. Yeah. yeah. As I was with Moses. Yeah. So I am with you. Yeah. So as I have been with Ken Gill yeah. for how many fifty years. Yeah. So has he been faithful? Absolutely, totally faithful. <laughs> totally. Great is my faithfulness. I mean, it was, it's so true, isn't yes. it though? I, I can't I can't I cannot see a moment in my life where he has not been faithful. It, it took standing sometimes. It took believing. Yeah. It took encouragement. It took people coming alongside me. But I always saw his faithfulness every single time. Are you familiar with biblical injunctions, where there are pithy statements that come pithy from statements. pithy statements that come from God, and they're usually only one sentence long? 
pray without that, yeah. ceasing. Pray without, you know, those kinds of things, yeah, you know, yeah. and everything give thanks, you know, yeah. all those kinds of things yeah. that gives out. And all through the word of God, those, those like little injunctions of his spirit, he just shoots them forth into us, right? Mm -hmm. And in, in Paul's letters, he has a lot of those little injunctions mm. that he says, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, that's not possible. Well, let me ask you something. Would he ever give anything for us to do that was not possible? Absolutely not. I don't believe that. Here's one. Faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. First mm. Thessalonians chapter 5. Wow. So you're talking about the faithfulness of God. Yeah. Faithful is he that calls you. Called me. Yep. Everyone he was faithful that's, to call yeah, me. Yeah, but how yeah. about this? Everyone that's listening, listening right has now. been called out of darkness yes, sir. into light. Yeah. Faithful is he that calls you who also will perform it or will do it. So what you're saying is he didn't bring us this far to just bring us this far. Exactly. He's going to be faithful right to the end. All the way to the end. <laughs> but you don't get excited about that stuff, no. do you? Oh, I do. I but do. but in, in that, you know, I want... Many times uh, people, was, you know, I was having a tough time with the faithfulness of God. I said, mm. you called by God? Mm. So what do you mean, into ministry? No, oh, I said, called by God. Mm. In order to get out of darkness yeah, into the kingdom of light, yeah. you got to be called. Yeah. Who's the one that's calling us? He's calling us out of darkness. My dad's favorite scripture. Mm. He'd, he'd stand up and give testimony. The one who has called me out of nature's darkness into the marvelous light of the gospel. Mm. So you, there's a calling out of darkness. There's a calling into ministry. Mm. There's all kinds of callings. But whatever you've been called to, remember he's faithful. He's faithful. Faithful He will he. perform it. He will perform it. That's so good. Yeah. You don't need performance enhancing drugs. No. All we need is... Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. <laughs> and the Word of God. Yeah. You know, so... so I know that you're you're a person of the word, and I'm a person of the word. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love his word. Mm -hmm. I was taught to love his word. Yeah. My parents loved his word. My yeah. siblings love the word of God. Yeah. You love the word of God. Yeah. I love hanging with people that love the word of God oh, because all you have to do is press a button on us, yeah. and out comes everything that has been stuffed down in over the years and yeah. in the difficult times yeah. when times are going tough. I remember in the darkest season of my life, do you know what the Holy Spirit said to me? What did he say? Read the book of Job. I said, oh, oh wow. why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? So I sat down and this sitting, I read 41 chapters. In one sitting. And I already knew the, the big, story. The story, yeah. But you don't know the story when the Holy Spirit says read it. Right. So you're reading with fresh eyes. Yeah. So I go through all of chapter one, all of chapter two, all of the psychiatrists, psychologists, and psychotherapists that came, yeah. all the guys that yeah. came, got counsel. Yeah. The friends. Them, the friends that came along, you know. And at the end of the day, he said, now read chapter 42. Wow. And I read chapter 42. And it's a story of how God restored everything to him. So he wanted me to read the story again, but he wanted to get to my restoration. restoration. So everything we perceive was lost. Yeah. But you know what? He is so faithful. Yeah. And he had double at the end of his life. Yeah. So my prayer is, well... I'm happy, God, to go with you. And I've read the 42nd chapter, and then guess what happened? A man, an Ethiopian man that I had befriended. Mm. He's the leader of the Ethiopian churches of North America. Wow. I was sitting on the floor. First time I had ever understood the emotion of lament. I didn't know what lament was about. Wow. 
and I'm lamenting. Wow. I'm lamenting and I'm lamenting. Yeah. And I said, God, I need somebody today mm. to call me mm. and not lecture me. Right. But I need somebody to call and pray for me. Wow. And without a stretch of the imagination, without elongating anything, the phone rings. And I put the speakerphone on, right? Yeah. You know how you put the speakerphone on? Yep. And he and I hear this voice. It said Atlanta, Georgia. I thought, who do I know in Atlanta, Georgia? Right. I don't know anybody in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I thought, I'm going to answer it anyways. And he said, Pasta Gill. <laughs> I said, yes. He says, this is Brother Toulouse. Wow. I'm just with the Lord in prayer. Come on now. And he said that I'm to call you and pray for you. So right after I had read the book of Job, the whole thing, Brother wow. Toulouse, wow. 20 minutes of intercession wow. on the prayer. He said, now I need to go. And he hung up. Wow. So what happens in those times, you know, as you walk with God and as you walk with him, he comes at your most difficult seasons to minister the grace of God. There's so many people right now that are looking for restoration. Yeah. They don't know where to turn, what to do. It's the two foundational things is the word of God, standing on the word, because I literally prayed this this morning, that when, when Tammy and I are about to read a, 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 a confession that we read most mornings, and that, uh, that man shall not live by bread alone, but man does live by every word that proceeds from the Father. The pro there, there, uh, you probably know this, but there, there are 7,000 promises in the Bible from God towards man. Yes. And the Bible says... The promises of God are still yes and amen. And I don't know what you're going through necessarily, but I know we've all, like if you knew Ken's story and his history and his walk and the process of life that he's been going through, and if you knew mine, you would know that we've both hit very dark days. And how did we get through it? We, we stood upon the word of God and we prayed in the Holy Spirit and we received the, the workings of the Holy Spirit. And we're, we're just about, we're 29 minutes in. So if you could just sum up, um, you know, all of what we've been talking about today and maybe just speak into restoration. Yeah. Because it is, a, I believe it, we're in a season of the restoration of all things. Yes. We're coming into it. And there's an anointing for restoration. I know there's an anointing of deliverance. We've already spoke into that. We've already released it. Yeah. It's been a very full program. And I know you guys, and I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear testimonies of your deliverance, especially Candice or Candy and Kirk that we spoke directly, a word of knowledge. I want to hear from you. That would be wonderful. But um, can you just maybe just finish up the show with a, a, an exhortation of what you're feeling, but also... Uh, maybe even pray for the one more time. Well, I'd say this about, I worship the God who restores. Wow. So I, my whole life has been one that I found that many times in life we're good at discipline, but we're not good at restoration. Mm. And he said, I've made you a restorer. Mm. And so in my spirit, I'm a restorer of life. Isaiah 61. Whether, exactly. Whether it be the poor, the widow, the orphan, the refugee, the prisoner, whatever it may be, whether it be troubled ministers, whether it be servants of the Most High God, whether you're an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, that is that is the anointing to restore. 
to take broken mm. people and see them restored. And mm. if you're walking through brokenness, you're walking through that trauma, may you submit yourself to the one that restores yeah. all things. Yeah. He can restore mental health, emotional health, yeah. physical health, marital health. He, he's an expert at restoration. The yeah. God who restores all things. So yeah. I just declare today, may the God who restores all things restore anything that you have need of today in jesus mighty name hallelujah father god we come into agreement with the spirit of restoration we thank you that you are the one that gives beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning a garment of praise for a spirit of despair that you're the one that causes to be planting of the lord for the display of his splendor and you are the one that restores the places that have been long devastated in jesus mighty name hallelujah i just want to thank you ken Great thank you for coming. Oh, come on. Thank you so much, uh, Giller.com. <laughs> and uh, so how can people get a hold of you? Is there a place that they could say, I would like to sow a seed into Ken Gill's ministry into his life? Is there a web page? Is sure, there... yeah. It would be um, info, info at ripplecenter.com. Ripple, R-I-P-P-L-E-C-E-N-T-R-E.com. Can they send an e-transfer there? Yes, they can. Okay, right to there. And they can send a. They could send a. Um, um, how could how could they like if they want to send a check or something like that? They could send a check uh, on our website, okay. RippleCenter.com. RippleCenter.com. Okay, there's perfect. address and everything there. Perfect. Amen. Four ways that they can give. It's right on our website. Right there. Awesome. And so I just want to encourage you to sow a seed into the ministry of Ken Gill, uh, and and you will reap a harvest because of the seed you're sowing into this wonderful man and father in the spirit of God. So uh, how much time we got left? We're, we're, we're closing out, but do, do you think you got enough in you? Do well, don't forget, um, I'm here today to serve you, sir. Yeah. And may you sow a seed into this ministry. <laughs> Take charge ministries in yeah. Jesus' name. And yeah. you know how to get a hold of them if you're on this podcast. So yeah. sow a seed, maybe two seeds today. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So once again, if you want more information on on my life and on the ministry, on the ministry that we have, you can go to www.barrymiracle.ca. And I uh, just want to say we appreciate you listening. Please share this out i think it will really help some people because somebody needs an injection of hope today and somebody needs to wake up into their dream today this is barry miracle signing off with my good friend ken gill we love you and until next week thanks again for joining us today on wake up into your dream my great friend tony fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life the day you were born and the day you discovered why in these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect, you can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.